Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, my friends, to tonight's Wednesday night. Relax, let go, and be with Charles Show. Tonight, the child within. Let's let the music play us in and get us in that nice, relaxed place. Welcome, my friends, to tonight's Wednesday night, Relax, Let Go, and Be With Charles show. We're so glad to be back with you, and yeah, it's uh, tonight's show, The Child Within, is going to be a good show for awareness and understanding about self. Very excited to have you all with us tonight, and I know here in the United States, we are having a coast-to-coast storm. And we had a little bit of taste of that ourselves coming into today here in the inland northwest and in the eastern part of the state of Washington. And just to give you an idea, it's currently, currently right now, it says 16 degrees outside. However, because of the winds and everything going on, it feels like two. And it's about to start feeling like minus degrees going into tonight and tomorrow. And we feel fortunate because although we have a little bit of cold weather and certainly some wind, we are not getting the worst of it. It's going to be in places like Iowa, where I grew up, places like Wisconsin and Minnesota, where I have family and both, but mostly in, in Wisconsin, and then Michigan as well. So, and then all the way across, all the way through to the eastern part of the United States. So, 
prayers and love and, and hope that you're all being safe and warm and have power. <laughs> and uh, if not, please reach out and, 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 and ask for some help. Don't let yourself freeze. I did that a few years. <laughs> I used to let myself freeze. But when we first moved, when I first moved to this area of the country in 1990, I moved up from Florida, drove all the way up to Spokane, Washington from Miami, Florida. And when we, that first winter in February, so it was a, we got here in uh, right around July 1st, I think it was, of 1990. And then, so February of 91, huge storm hit here. And there was power outage and, and tons of snow. And my wife and I and my child at the time were all, huddled and, and, and we thought, you know, we'll just pile on some blankets, we'll make it through, and then it got so bitterly cold that probably about midnight, one in the morning, I took my wife and my child over to a friend's house that did have power, uh, and I came back to the house so I could kind of watch things and monitor things, and uh, me and the dog slept under every blanket we could put on us. It got so cold. Don't let yourself get so cold that you get sick or you get hurt. Reach out for help. And if you're one of those people, and we've done it, I've done it now half a dozen times, when different storms of it, where my home or my apartment became the place where we just piled in as many people as we could pile in and sleep on the floor and put blankets out for people because there's, there's, you want people to be warm. So if, if you're if you lose power, reach out to a friend or family member so that you stay warm and you stay healthy. And if you're one of those people fortunate fortunate enough to have power when other people are losing power, uh, be a good friend. Reach out. You know, think about it. You know, sometimes you lose power on one side of the street, and not the other. Sometimes you have friends or family that lose lose power in different parts of town. You know, there's a way we can. This is these times when things are so crazy and we get hit with weather or we get hit with, with natural, natural disasters, it's a time for us to help out and to support each other and come together with each other. And that's something that we want to do. And, and sometimes we don't think about it. Sometimes we're so worried and we're getting things around for our family that we don't think, wait, what about the family across the street? What about the person living alone down the street? So let's let's make this a time when we go through this that we we truly pray that it's that that it's not as bad as they think or that that it's that we can all survive it together. But uh, let's let's be there for each other. Let's think about how we can help each other and uh, be proactive in reaching out to some people that may need some help. Check in with friends and family. Make sure they're okay. Uh, and also, before we get deep into the show tonight, uh, we are going to be, we had a great show on Monday, The Power of Love. We're going to be with you tonight, The Child Within. We're going to talk about that on Friday, Who Called My Name? We're doing a very special show. Have you ever experienced being alone or with others and you hear your name called out loud? Many of us have, many of us have had that happen. So join us on Friday. Adam's going to be joining me as a special co-host for the show. And we're going to be sharing some of our own experiences and delving into what could be happening, who could be trying to reach out. And on Friday night, our Friday night spiritual night, we're going to have a special guided meditation 
for you to connect mind, body, and spirit to who's been reaching out to you, who might have been calling your name. So check that show out on Friday for sure, who called my name. And then a week from tonight, tonight we're doing The Child Within, and we're going to talk about some things that about how hurt and abuse and trauma when you're a child can affect your life and ways that you can heal that. And next week, next Wednesday, so on March 1st, Adam's going to be joining me, and I'm going to be sharing some stories and, and uh, experiences from other parents. Next Wednesday, if you're a parent, if you're a grandparent, if you're an aunt and uncle, if you have friends that have kids, tune in, because we're going to be talking very in-depth about child abuse, about sexual exploitation, and about what is happening with human trafficking. And there's going to be some, some people are going to be sharing in depth about their stories in the hopes that by sharing their story, it might prevent somebody else from being in that place. So join us next Wednesday. It's a very special show that I think every parent, every child, you know, if you've got teenagers, you know, maybe listen to it with them. Uh, it's important. There is so much. Here in this little area in the Northwest, I think the numbers were something like 5,000, three to 5,000. Uh, and I think it was 5,000. I'm getting a yes nod to that. 5,000 cases of sexual exploitation or sex trafficking just in our small area just in the past year. And, and, and so very important show to hear, to be aware of, and to sit down with your kids and have some conversations. Tonight we are going to be getting into the child within. Before we do, I want to give a very wonderful shout out to Elizabeth DeFerris, that music, beautiful music that plays us in, the music that you hear in many of our guided meditations that we do on the show. We could not have that beautiful music without Elizabeth DeFreyas and her most beautiful and awesome talent of creating great meditation music, as well as blending with sounds of nature. And she's been creating this music now with her harp and bowls, crystal bowls and, and flutes, beautiful sounds, chimes for going on 30 years now. And... And we are so blessed to have her music. You can listen to more of her music at heartsoundsbyelizabeth.com. You can also put in her name, Elizabeth DeFreya. She's, she's in a lot of the uh, music platforms now uh, and streaming platforms of music. So you can put in her name and see if your platform has some of her music on it to listen to as well. If you go to heartsoundsbyelizabeth.com, there are albums of her beautiful music that you can listen to and share and used for meditation, used to just create some peace, used to just put in, you know, I put in, I put on Ella's music throughout the day and meditative music throughout the day and just listen and have it going in the background while I'm doing things because it brings in that peace and that relaxation and that connection. Music and the vibration of music definitely connects to our soul, definitely connects to our hearts and our minds and it connects the vibration and a flow that we experience throughout our life, <laughs> we experience throughout our day. 
So allow yourself that time to have some beautiful, relaxing music. And as always, my friends, we are supported by you. We keep this show on the air, and this show goes out all over the world. We have listeners on every continent, and we receive emails many times from people who have stumbled across the show right at the time they needed it the most, that they needed a meditation, that they needed to hear the message or the sharing or the awareness that we were sharing on that show. You become part of that when you support the show. You also, by supporting the show, you're supporting the mission, the mission of bringing relaxation of mind and body, of letting go of fears and judgment, of being with great joy, all of who you are, not just for yourself, but for all of the people that might need it at the, at the, it might be at a critical time in their life. And we certainly get emails from people that it's at a critical juncture, a critical moment, and they will somehow, right, the way spirit works, the way the universe works, they somehow stumble across the show or someone shares a, a certain show or episode with them and it changes their life. And that's why we do what we do. And that's why within these shows that we always, um, 99% of our shows, we have a few shows where we have special guests where we may not have as long of a meditation or a special spiritual experience, but the vast majority of our shows have guided meditations, have spiritual experiences that you can download and listen to as much as you need to. And we do that, and I give everything I can, mind, body, and spirit, my talents, my inspiration, my spiritual gifts, and I know. I could do it differently. I could say, you know, here's a little teaser, and if you want more, you got to pay me money, right? I don't. The whole idea of this show was to share mind, body, and spirit experience with all who needed it. And knowing and feeling the flow of the universe that if I provide something that touches your life, that brings you inspiration, that brings you relief or healing, that then you will reach out and say, thank you, Charles, and support the show. And the smallest donation from the largest donation does so much good for us staying on the air, promoting the show into more and more countries around the world, and bringing the message of love and light and the message that we're all beautiful, inspired, talented humans and mind, body, and spirits who deserve to be healed, who deserve to be supported, who deserve to be loved. And thank you, thank you, thank you for being a part of that. And many of you know, if you've listened to the show, that in addition to being here with you on the show, I do do private sessions. I've done private sessions now. I I start off as a counselor and hypnotherapist. I've been moved more into meditation. I do a combination. When we do these shows, there's a combination of meditation and healing that, that I bring all of the talents that I've had for over the years. And I work with people in private sessions, and I can work with you wherever you are in the world. And when I do a private session with somebody, it's usually 90 to 120 minutes, so an hour and a half to two hours. We have time to share, and then we do a special personalized meditation, healing, spiritual experience of mind, body, spirit experience for you that brings you the healing and the awareness and the insight and a new tool that you can use in your daily life to allow yourself to be more whole and more inspired and more motivated to make the change in your life. 
And when I do private sessions, I do private sessions for mind, for things like stress and anxiety relief, migraine relief, healing, past pain, increasing focus, conquering fears, personal discovery, connections to all parts of self. I do experience body private sessions for pain relief, physical endurance, rest and relaxation, healthy body, conquering addictions, life changes, and full awareness to your body. I do experience spirit for connection to your soul self, your guides, past lives, angels, channeling, your spiritual gifts, connecting with your loved ones, healing and connecting your mind, body, and spirit. And right now we're running something that I do from time to time we'll do this. And I'm offering, if you, a first personal experience for $50. You can do one session where we, and that will be about a 60 to 75 minute session, a special first experience where we work together and do a a very special session for you. And sometimes if you're not so sure, you just want to try it out, that's, that's a good way to start. I also do single private sessions. Many people, as a matter of fact, I will honestly say that about 80 to 90% of the people that do sessions on an ongoing basis with me will purchase session packages. And I have three, five, and 10 session packages that you can also share with friends and family in two ways. I have many people that I do sessions for that they will bring, if they're doing it here in person with me, they'll bring friends or family with them. Other times I'm working with people from around the country and around the world, and they will have friends or family with them in the room. And sometimes I encourage that depending on what we're working on and what we're doing. And other times they're just like, hey, my boyfriend and my friend are here and they want to do it too. And you're going to focus on me, but they want to do the session as well. Can they do that? Yes. Yes, you can. You can also decide that you're going to gift a few of your sessions to a family member or a friend so that they can work on something personally as well. Very accommodating, very opening, very welcoming in the way that I work with clients and what I call my mind, body, spirit, friends, and family. So if you'd like to know more information about either donating to the show and the mission or doing a private session and you'd like to maybe you'd like to try that first experience, you know, Charles, I want to do it. And because I work with people around the world, I work with time zones around the world. I sometimes have had sessions that at my time, it'll be two, three in the morning because of the time that it is where they are in the world. So even here in person, I've done sessions at, 11 o'clock, midnight, 1 a.m. for people that work graveyard shifts, that that's, that's their awake time. And I'm kind of a night person myself, so it works out really well. If you'd like to do sessions, if you'd like to make a donation, if you'd like to just share some of your experiences, ask a question, have an idea for a future show. We've had more than one show. I've had a half a dozen at least that have come about because someone, a listener, emails in and says, you know, I've been listening to the show and I'd like, you know, can you do a show about this or can you do a show about that? Um, I enjoy, I enjoy that input and I enjoy that feedback and we've done those shows. I've been like, good idea. And others just share their experience and sometimes they're sharing it just with me. They, they don't want it shared on air. They don't want it shared with everybody, but they'll email in and let us know how our show has impacted them. And we've had people from around the world, from South Korea, from Ukraine, from Afghanistan, from, uh, I was going to say the Netherlands, but I actually believe it was Sweden, (laughs) Uh, and from places like Iran and from places, places that I'm kind of surprised our show gets through somehow. 
and they will reach out and say, oh my gosh, your show really impacted us. Your show really touched our lives. And it's, I feel humbled and blessed when I receive those messages to know that our show and the experiences that we're offering are making a difference in the world. It doesn't go to my head. <laughs> I am a vehicle. I am, a, I am on a mission from the source and from my guides and from my spiritual entourage. It's my mission to provide that relaxation for mind and body, provide a way to let go of fears and judgments and hurts so that everyone, everyone that seeks it, wants it, needs it, can have joy in their lives and their experiences, love of self and others in their life and experience. So tonight, my friends, the child within, when in my own life, and if you've been a listener of the show, you know that, that there are things that I've shared. And right now we have about 25 of our past shows on. I think this is our 195th show in total. And we will be restoring some of those past shows. Uh, we've, we took some of them down when we made some recent changes to our, our platform and what we were doing. But we, we, this is like a 195th show. And if you've been listening, you know that I've shared that just like so many of us in the mind, body, spirit, healing world, I went through myself some things in my childhood that needed healing. And part of my being a healer, part of my being over the years a counselor and a therapist and a hypnotherapist and a guided meditation, a spiritual facilitator, was very much motivated and driven by wanting to help people in the way that I was helped. Wanting to help people realizing how much of a difference it made in my life to be able to heal some of the past hurts, some of the past traumas, some of the past abuses that happened. And the child within, we've all, you know, back in the 90s, and I want to think it started maybe in the late 80s, mid 80s, there was a real, like a, for a long time when I tried to talk to people about inner child work or inner personality, the different parts of subpersonality. Unless you were a counselor or therapist yourself, you may not have understood exactly what's happening there. And all of us have child within. And sometimes we know it. Sometimes we joke about it. There's a saying, boys never grow up. Boys will always be boys, you know. Uh, there's, there's times it will act in a, in a very fun or uh, teasing, you know, respectful teasing and fun ways with each other. And, and there's things that we learned and did in our childhood that, that bring us joy and bring us happiness. And there's childhood friends and connections that, that are so important to our lives. And one of the things that when I was first doing my journey of healing, and then my journey as, as a hypnotherapist, and I was in training for hypnotherapy, I actually became, whenever we did our training for hypnotherapy and we went through the different types of hypnotherapy, the different types of sessions, the different ways to work with people for healing, one of them was working with that inner child. And he used to have to try to describe it to people. Now people have heard about it. Sometimes it gets giggled about a little bit out there. But my friends, it's the most, it's the core, it's the key. It's the key to what's happening in your life right now. It's the key 
to what's happening with you in your relationships. It's the key to how you're able to either give or receive love. It's the key to how you are able to trust and believe in yourself and trust and believe in others around you. Is having that inner child healed and making that connection. And for me, when I was going through my early, and I, I talked about it in some some shows that I shared about my life, some of those aren't up at the moment. We will put some of those back and we'll remake some of them and do make them even better. But when I was going through my healing, which became a combination of my healing and my journey towards becoming a counselor and, and hypnotherapist myself, I became so aware of how things in my childhood were affecting my ability to be in relationship, my ability to be all of who I was, my ability to be whole. And when we, over the years and working with clients and friends and family, often our work would include working with that child within. Almost every time. Now, sometimes people, I worked with a lot of people who served in the armed forces. I've worked with a lot of people who, as adults, went through abusive relationships or severe traumas in their life, where they were mentally, physically, or sexually abused. And it happened as an adult. So sometimes we were focusing on that. But for many people, even those that thought, you know what, I've had a pretty good childhood, I can't think of anything bad that happened, you know, connecting with that child within is an important part of me, of you being whole and you being aware of yourself. And for me, going through some of the things that I did as a child, and no, no offense or badness towards any of my parents, they weren't aware. And that's what we're going to talk about. We'll talk about a little bit today, but we're definitely going to talk about that next Wednesday as well, is how to talk to your kids. Because I know, and when I finally shared some of the things later in my later teens and early 20s with my friends and family that knew me, they, they, were, they were shocked. But then I remember my mother telling me about one of the things that happened when I was really younger that I'll get into in a moment, but in a little bit more next week. But, you know, she said, I, we knew. We knew something had happened, and you wouldn't tell us about it. And so we're going to talk next week about the importance of having those conversations and ways that you can encourage your, your children to come to you with something that's happened to them. Because many times the person that is, is causing the abuse, is causing the hurt, is causing the trauma, they do a really good job at making the child think they can't tell anybody or bad things are going to happen. And we're going to get into that piece a lot more next week. But for me, I want to be clear, and I've tried to before too, and I'm not covering for anybody. My, my family and I had my mom and dad and my stepmom and stepdad, and I had my adoptive parents. They, none of them, were the abusers in my life. And some of them tried to figure out what was up, and, and I, just, I just didn't share it because I was too afraid to. It was still impacting me. But whether you've been abused and you know it, and most of the time you do, I would say that 90% of the time people honestly remember 
and they know what happened. And then sometimes we try to, we block off those memories. And, and it can be in a variety. There's a, there's a large spectrum of how we as children take things on and take things in. And it's, it's not always with someone that's just truly and undeniably out there abusing you or out there causing you trauma. Often things from our perception as a child or the lack of love or the lack of support or a, or a parent even teasingly, but you just go in too far and too much. There are many people I've worked with that had experiences in their childhood and some I worked with while they were still kids, while they were still young teens or early teens. And they would tell me, you know, my dad said this when I was four years old <laughs> and then continued to repeat it in different ways. And I believed it. I believed that I was bad or that I was less than or that I was stupid. So sometimes, and sometimes it's you know, like I, I mentioned on a past show when I was talking about fears and things like that, we had a show where, you know, I shared, you know, I worked with a police officer that was very afraid of dogs and didn't know why. And so we went back and I said, let's go back to the first time that you felt this way, that you, that you were so fearful. And he went back to being a young toddler in his backyard and the neighbor's dog gets loose and comes over and bites him in the hand. And we come out of the session and he says, Charles, I know that happened now that I've remembered it, now that I experienced it, but I honestly, as an adult, all these years that I haven't liked dogs, I never remembered that happened. Sometimes when we're kids and certain things happen, and even as adults, but more often as kids, well, I shouldn't say more often as kids, as adults too, when you have a traumatic thing or a bad accident or a bad thing happens, sometimes our mind, if it can't deal with it, it will compartmentalize it and shut it off, hide it somewhere back there. But the thing is, although we don't remember it, the impact is still there. So when I've worked with the inner children or the connection to the, the child within, there's basically a couple different ways that we approach that. Now, one is, I think there's goodness, and I believe it and see that there is goodness in connecting to your inner child. Your inner child can have a lot to do with play and love and rest and fun and letting go and just being all of who you are. Your connection to your inner child and your childlike self enhances all of that in great ways. So I work with many people that maybe didn't have true abuse in their lives, but connecting to the inner child, connecting to the childlike part of yourself is important and it brings strength and it brings such inspiration and fun and play into your experience, into your life. So there's, that's what we're going to focus on tonight is connecting to that child within. The other type of session experience therapy that we offer is just like that police officer. We'll have somebody that comes in with a particular fear, fear <laughs> or a particular problem that they're having, something that, uh, an inner struggle that's going on that's preventing them from being all of who they are, either in their relationships, in their professional life, with their friends, with themselves. And they'll have something that they know, and as an a easy example, I'll, I'll use the, that police officer. 
And so when he says, I'm very fearful of dogs, I don't know why, it doesn't make sense, I'll see a kid come up to me and they'll have a puppy in their hand and some, and I, 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 I outwardly maintain myself. I outwardly hold myself together. But then internally, I want to take my gun out and shoot the freaking puppy and I know that's wrong, Charles. I know I shouldn't be doing that, right? So I need, I want to work on it. And so when somebody has a particular issue, a particular something like that, where, you know, you've got something where you know that you're reacting. When someone is trying to give you love, when someone says something to you in a certain way, it, and even though it shouldn't, you realize, oh, my gosh, that hit a button. That poked me. And I'm not sure why. So then in those types of circumstances when we're doing the session, and that's why it, we, I do everything I can in these sessions to provide you goodness and provide you connection, but if you've personally been going through something really hard, that's where a private session and a one-on-one comes in because then we can focus just on you. And in those circumstances, what we do is we say, let's think about how you feel when that dog approaches. What does that make you feel like physically, mentally? And then when we get you into that meditative state, that relaxed place, we have you start to go back to each time that you felt that way. And then we work our way back to the very first time that you felt that way. And then in that moment, and I've experienced it, like I said, in the hypnotherapy, when we were working on different sections of the hypnotherapy, I think I kind of drifted off there, different sections of hypnotherapy, we would have us as students, one of us would become the client. And we would become the teaching for the whole room. And they would do a session with us so that everyone could see how that session worked. And then we worked together and did sessions with each other. And I was blessed a few times to be that that client in the middle and one of those times was in working through some of that childhood trauma and so when we go back and we're working with you one-on-one and we take you back to the first time that you experienced this hurt this feeling mind body and spirit then we do what's called a run and change we have you remember what happened and then we have you remember that that happened, just like in the, in the case of the police officer, we have, I had him remember that, okay, that happened when you were three, four years old. You're now a 30, late 30, almost 40-year-old man, police officer. You're bigger. You're stronger. This couldn't happen to you. And then we also have you in the moment do what you need to do to rescue that child. So in his case, big grown him scooped up that child away from that dog. And then every time you now remember what happened, you also remember rescuing yourself from that moment. Because when those traumas, when those abuse happens, and especially in those times when it's so big that our mind can't comprehend it, and so we end up kind of shutting it off, kind of burying it. The button still gets touched, 
But every time that dog came around, he was still feeling it, even though he couldn't remember what happened. Once he remembered what happened, and then also remembers that not only did he remember it, but he went, while he was there, he rescued himself. It doesn't change what happened, but it changes the impact of that moment. And when I've worked with people and when I was the one being worked with by the teachers and by the licensed people that was using me as an example for the room, I did remember. I didn't always think about it. I didn't remember it every day of my life. I know people that do. But I thought about the things that happened when I was younger from time to time. And there were times, and I remember going through my first therapies where I worked with people and I said, you know, I was working with my first therapist in my well, not first, I guess, but first as an adult in my 20s. And, and I said to him, I actually brought him and I, I took time and wrote down all the different things I could remember that happened and then wrote down, these are the ways that I'm already aware of how these impact my life and my relationships. And same thing when I worked with the, with the hypnotherapy teaching group and when I got ready, when they chose me, I said, I don't know if you want to choose me because I've already done some healing and I'm not sure that everything in my life was, sorry, we're getting a little puppy interruption there because the wind is blowing hard <laughs> in our area and uh, sometimes that uh, excites the puppies and we have two, two puppies, I call them puppies, but they're, they're dogs, uh, so you might hear them slightly in the background here, but when when, I, when they went to work with me, I said, you know what, I, there's some of the things that happened to me and not, I don't even think really were abuse. I think it was just, you know, things happen, but I'm not sure if you want to use me as a, as a student patient in this one because, A, I've done some work on it and with therapists, and, B, some of it to me, you know, I wasn't, I, yeah, it wasn't right, but I'm not, I'm not so sure that it really was abuse. A lot of people have had abuse worse than mine, that type of thing. We, every person in that circumstance feels that way. Well, it really wasn't that big of a deal. But boy, was I surprised when I did that hypnotherapy and I went back to that inner child, how much that as an adult, I felt like maybe the impact wasn't so big. As a child, the impact was huge. And by doing that work and connecting one-on-one with that child and rescuing that child, and when we talk about rescuing that child, what happens is when these traumas, when these hurts, when these abuses take place, there's a, there's a fracturing that happens. There's a fracturing that happens in your consciousness. And that part of yourself becomes trapped in that place in that time. Think about that for a minute. Whether it's that police officer being bit by the dog or the experiences that I had as a younger child, that part of you gets trapped in that moment and relives it. And any time that something happens in your world as an adult human or as a teenage human that pushes that button, whether you're aware of it or not, the reaction that happens in your life, the part of you that feels broken or hurt or not whole reacts. And, and it 
overrides everything else in you and you end up reacting in a way that sometimes even surprises you and you're like, why am I reacting this way? Why am I reacting this way? Why am I feeling this way? What's happening in my life right now or this moment shouldn't be causing me this much pain or this much disconnection or this much hurt. So that's one way one way that we do the sessions is to go backwards. And, and, and again, we were even taught, I was, I was taught a very, there, I came on to hypnotherapy at the perfect time. There had been one basic school of hypno, hypnosis and hypnotherapy, but the time I came on that had broken into two different, very distinct parts. One that said, you use hypnosis and hypnotherapy just to force people to make change, to force people to stop doing this, to scare people into this or that. The other part was what was called a heart-centered, client-centered approach that said, even if you have a client come in and you know, because you've done it so much and you've had your own experience and you know that the client is, is suffering from this type of abuse or that type of abuse or this type of trauma, you allow, you focus on them and you allow them to discover where it's coming from by using that using that very special tool of having them go back to when they first felt this way sometimes that even led to past life type of experiences as well then there is the other piece like i said of Combining, even if you said, you know what, I had a pretty good childhood. I really don't know that I was affected. You know, I don't, I didn't have abuse. We all had moments in our lives that we didn't, that we suffered some hurt, that we suffered some pain, that we suffered some misunderstanding. And claiming that child part of yourself and bringing it forward, because that's the other part, bringing it forward. Because when a part of you becomes fractured, when a part of you becomes stuck in a trauma or an abuse or a hurt, if you're aware of it or not, I mean consciously, then rescuing that child and bringing them forward, part of the process is literally letting that part of your child, that part of yourself, realize how much time has passed. And it's it's a fascinating experience because when you have this type of in-depth connection, this in-depth experience with yourself, what you realize is that part of you was trapped. That part of me that went through certain things when I was younger didn't realize how much and how much we'd grown and changed since that time. That police officer is subject who got bit by the dog when he was a three, four years old, and now he was reacting poorly every time he saw a dog. He didn't know why, and he certainly didn't know that there was a part of him that was really, every time he was experiencing a dog or a puppy or something in the, around him, that he was reacting to something that had happened all these years ago, and that little part of himself had to realize this moment has ended, and you're okay. You survived it. And when we do what's called the run and change or the rescue, we have someone come in and we have you rescue yourself and come out of it. So now when I remember 
and think about some of the things that happened to me when I was younger, I also remember that I have gone back and rescued that child and brought him forward. And the experience of being in that child, being in that child's mind experience and then realizing and being aware that that part of myself had been trapped all those years. And now every time I remember it, I remember that it's not trapped anymore, that I brought it out and I, I rescued him and we're here together. And there's some things that we do and we'll talk about that tonight with the inner child piece that you do to continue to foster that relationship with that part of yourself. And in my case, with what happened to me, I, had, I ended up with a six-year-old and 11-year-old. And what happens in, in, in deep inner child therapy work is that you then integrate, because I had people that went through multiple abuses and multiple horrific things in their childhood. And I would say probably 70, 80% were well aware of it, but didn't think about it every day and didn't realize the impact it was having. And so sometimes we end up with, I remember one client said, oh my gosh, I think I've got a Brady bunch of inner children. I've got like an assortment of inner children. And sometimes it can feel that way. And then what we do in time is we bring them together so that one part of yourself that represents the inner children in you, and you are able to access that part of yourself for fun, for rest and relaxation, to bring that childlike wonder and experience and, and trust and love and inspiration into all of your life. And, you, you know, in the Christian, they, you know, talk about Jesus, you know, become like a child, you know, become the child again. Because as adults, sometimes we get hardened. Sometimes we form opinions or beliefs that we just lock into and we become hardened, hardened, hardened. The child helps break that hardening, help break open our heart, break open our mind to being all of who we can be. And tonight with the child within, it's going to be an opportunity for you to connect with your inner child. Because I can't do it in an individual way for all of you, I will speak in some terms that will allow you, this is going to be a very you experience. You connecting and you rescuing and you bringing that child into the reality that all these years have passed and now you're a different person. And now you're not, you're no longer, and that's another thing, when that fractured piece of ourselves becomes fractured and relives that memory every time that button gets touched or relives that memory times that we're not even realizing that part of us and I've worked with so many clients and friends and experienced in my life at times when I'd be feeling a certain way and I really wouldn't know why. I'd be like, gosh, what's happening right now? Once I had awareness to the inner child, I was, I was like, oh, wow. That poor part of myself was trapped all the way back there and, and didn't, because of being fractured, because of being cut off, and alone and fractured into its own darkness, didn't realize all the things and all the goodness that had happened since then. And that we were no longer in danger. 
We were no longer that person that did those things was no longer anywhere near around us. This wasn't happening anymore. So that working with the child within and healing that child and rescuing that child and bringing it into the light of day, in the light of awareness, that you are bigger and stronger and you've grown and, and you're no longer under that threat changes so much of your own inner self, your own inner consciousness. And so as we go into the experience tonight, if you have worked through your traumas, if you've worked through things, you know what happened, but you've done some work on it and you have some love, then this is a way for you to heal even more. As anyone who's gone through certain traumas and abuse and hurts in your life will know, the healing, and the old saying is it's like peeling an onion. There's layers to it. And you think you're healed, and then you can heal a little more. And you think you're healed, then you heal a little more. And that's the truth of the experience. That's the truth that you begin, once you start the healing process, you, you begin to heal more and deeper each time that you allow yourself to do a little bit more healing. And sometimes we do a certain amount of healing and we feel good and that's good for a bit. Then we have to go a little bit deeper <laughs> do a little bit more and that's good for a bit. Then we go a little bit deeper. And every time you heal, every time you go through the experience of healing and allowance, allowing yourself to heal, allowing yourself to connect, allowing yourself to be more self-aware the experience of being whole becomes greater and deeper. And so tonight, if you're one of those people who, you know, you think, you know what, Charles, you know, yeah, there were some moments in my life and there were some times that, and I've, I've heard, it doesn't always have to be parents. I've worked with individuals. I've worked with one individual that had a lot of hurt and a lot of trauma in his life and his own parents didn't know why. When they, when they brought him to me as a client, as a mid-teenager, they're like, look, we don't understand. We've been as loving a parent as we can be. We've had good experiences, but he's really struggling and hurting, and we don't know why. And when we walk, worked together and he shared, it was neighbors, overhearing neighbors. He, this particular individual was gay, a gay young man, and he had heard neighbors who were of a certain religion and he would sometimes hear them over the fence he'd sometimes be over there with his friends playing and they would say things about how horrible and awful and bad these type of people were not realizing that there was a child there listening who themselves was gay and he was hearing them talk about how gay people were horrible and gay people were children and gay people were deserved to die in the flames of hell. And as he began to realize that he was gay, he took on everything that they said and believed that to be true about himself. He had tried to commit suicide a few times. He was self-harming and cutting himself. Parents couldn't figure out why. And it was because of what he heard other people say, and then he took that as being him and that he must be this bad, awful, horrible person. 
even though most of what they said was just not true. And if you have suffered some real childhood abuse and trauma and hurt that's deep, then I encourage you to reach out for help. And I encourage you, when we go into this experience tonight, this experience connecting to the child within, the experience we're going to do tonight is for everybody out there listening to connect with their inner child and to bring them forward and to begin that process of healing any hurt. But if you've suffered some real abuse and trauma and hurt, my friends, you need more than what we're going to do here tonight. What we're going to do here tonight is going to be loving and an experience of self-awareness and connecting to that inner child part of ourselves. Because I'm reaching out to all of you around the world, I'm not able to tonight to work with you in an individual way that I would. So if you've suffered those types of abuse and you haven't done any work or healing around it, I'm going to encourage you maybe not to do what we do tonight and to seek out someone that can provide you. Reach out to me. Reach out to people in your community. Reach out to your pastor, to therapists around you to have that healing first. And I know people, and I know people that will out there, and I'm kind of, you know, that would think, okay, but all right, Charles, but I want to try it. If you're going to do this and you know you've suffered abuse and you haven't done a lot of healing around it and you're going to participate in this tonight, then I ask you this, my friends, this is so important. If you decide that you'd still like to experience it, then have someone there with you that knows what you have gone through, that can be there with you when you come out the other side. But the best solution, my friends, is if you've suffered some real severe abuse in your life, mental, physical, sexual abuse that was really strong and really hurt you. What we're doing tonight is more mind, body, spirit for those that have already gone through some healing, for those that maybe didn't suffer, maybe the types of hurt that they suffered was far more minor. I mean, it, it impacted them, but it wasn't this serious type of abuse and trauma. If you've had serious abuse and trauma, Think about whether this fits for you in this moment. And if you decide and there's part of you that's kind of pulling you and maybe pulled you towards this show tonight, and you say, Charles, I'd like to maybe begin this healing journey, then please, my friends, it's important, have someone there with you that you can do this experience with and that they can be there with you to talk with you and love on you and give you hugs and be there for you to help that healing process go forward. Now, I've talked about on the show before that what we experience as children is the foundation for our lives in multiple, multiple ways. And so when as a child, and we talked about it on, I think I talked about it even on Monday's show, you know, that the, the numbers are like two out of, four boys and three out of four girls are abused in some way as a child, mentally, physically, or spiritually, or sexually, and sometimes spiritually. And I think the numbers from the clients I've worked with and the families and friends that have shared their stories with me, 
I'm not sure it's not higher, that those numbers aren't optimistic. But there are many types, if there's not the serious types of abuse, there are many types of ways in our childhood that we can go through maybe not feeling loved, not feeling supported, not feeling understood, feeling less than, feeling judged. All of those things have an impact. And they impact the way that you can be in the relationships in your life. They, all the relationships, professional, partners, family members. <laughs> and I'm one of three kids. I've worked with people that have have families of eight or nine or ten kids, and every one of those kids could have a different perception, a different experience of what growing up. One kid could say growing up was the worst thing ever. The other kid says I was right there. It was the best thing ever. They're both right. They both experienced it differently. For me, and I've shared it before, And we'll share a little bit more next Wednesday, too. I'm going to keep it family-friendly tonight. (laughs) Next week, we're going to talk in depth about some things. But for me, what happened is when I was five years old, I said I have a six-year-old and 11-year-old, right? Now now they're one. There's one inner child. There's one, one, one child Charles in my consciousness. But at the time I started doing the work, there were two. And I always called one six and one eleven, but the trouble started for me when I was five. When I was in kindergarten, and I know it was a mid to late October day, because the pumpkins were still out, Halloween hadn't happened yet. And where I lived at the time in Michigan, we had the leaves were falling, you know, it was the fall. And I was walking home from school. And there was a boy in the neighborhood who I'd seen, I somewhat knew. He was older than me, he was 13, 14 years old. He came up to me and started walking with me and chatting a bit. And he said that he had a game that he wanted to show me a game that he wanted to play. And so I followed him. Instead of going to my house, I went to his house or his yard. And for the first time, the game began. And the game was his sexually abusing me. I didn't know what was happening. I was five years old. I had no concept of what was going on except this was a game. And not understanding it and not fully grasping, having no way of understanding what was happening. I remember going back to him on future occasions and wanting to play the game more. Let's play this game. This game, which was him abusing me, went on throughout the rest of my kindergarten year. I started to act up badly. I had some behavioral problems at school. I had some behavioral problems at home. Nobody knew what was going on. 
at one point, and when I did share it many years later with my mother, she immediately was like, I knew it. I knew something was happening. One of the memories I remember about that time period is that there was a time that my mom and dad took me to the emergency room. I don't remember exactly what was happening at the time, but given what was happening to me, I knew that it had, I was probably having some issues with my backside. And they didn't know what was happening, so they took me. And I remember the doctor, one of the memories I have is the doctor talking to me and asking me if I or myself had put anything in my bottom. And I said, no, I held tight. I wasn't going to say a word. Because the other thing that this older boy had told me is he had gone into great details of stories about the bad things that could happen if anyone ever found out. We would both go to these prisons where they'd keep us naked and they'd beat us and they'd do bad things to us. We couldn't tell anyone. If anyone found out, we would both be in so much trouble and we would be taken away from our families and we'd be put in this prison for kids where they would chain us naked and tie us up onto other kids and we would never see our parents again and we would suffer abuse. And it worked. I didn't tell anyone about it. I didn't tell anyone about it. And it definitely changed my experience for the rest of my life. Because I was exposed to things at an age where I had zero idea what was going on. <laughs> when I got older and started to figure out what had been going on. I know for me, one of the things that my healing happened is that for me, being sexual was not connected to love. Being sexual was a game, and love was a different thing. I went through the rest of my childhood, and we'll talk a little bit more next week about that, but I went through the rest of my childhood <clears throat> feeling very different from everybody else. And also realizing later in my adult life that my way of being loving, my way of being a mind-body-spirit person with other people had been impacted by what happened all those years ago in so many different ways. And he wasn't alone. Other things happened, which I won't, I'm not going to get into all of it tonight. We'll talk a little bit more next week when we talk about some of the things about making our children aware and having those conversations with our kids. But I realized for me how to this day, even after all the healing I've done, and I've done a lot of healing, and I feel so much better and so much more whole and so much more able to be all of who I am, but how I became so changed in so many ways over the years from what happened all those years ago. And when I did my work and I went back into that period of time, and even and I healed in, in my 20s, you know, both as a teenager with my pastor, and if you've listened to the show, you've, you've heard me talk about that before, Pastor Leroy Albers, how he helped me. And maybe I'll mention that now because that's when I first mentioned it to an adult. All those years later, now I'm 14, 
years old, 13, 14 years old, and I was staying with my evangelist pastor friend who became like another one of my dad's uncles. I don't know. Loved him so much. He was he helped me so much in so many ways. <coughs> and one day he came up to my room where I was staying. I'd gone to stay with him. I was helping him do some painting and spending the weekend with him. And his wife was gone on a trip with their daughter. And it was just him and I there. And he came up into my room and I heard him coming and and I purposely kind of acted asleep, but kind of tried to expose myself a little bit. And he came into the room and he kind of saw where, where I was and he just kind of said, hey, hey, Charles, you know, wake up, come down, have some breakfast. And kind of just wiggled my foot a little bit and said, hey, are you awake? And then he realized I was and that I was kind of trying to be expose myself to him in some way. And he didn't say anything about it. And when I went down to breakfast, and I was embarrassed, right? I thought, oh, my gosh, what have I done? Like, I thought this is something we were supposed to do, you know. And truth is, throughout my childhood and until I was 18, I was pretty much non-sexual. And when I went down and I had breakfast, he said, I'd like to talk to you. He said, why? It's okay. He said, don't be embarrassed. But why did you react? You know, why were you like acting the way you were acting? And just to let you know, I would never do anything like that with you. I'm your friend. I'm an adult. You're a kid. But, but, and please know that it's okay. And please know that I'm not mad at you. I'm not upset, but I'm worried about you. What prompted you to act the way that you acted? And so then I, he became the first person I told. And he gave me hugs and he talked to me and he told me I was okay. And he said, you know what, you don't need to, you know, and he helped me get the first, the first round of healing that I had. I was so lucky <laughs> to have Leroy Albers, the Reverend Leroy Albers in my life in multiple ways. But that was one of the ways that was impactful for the entire rest of my life. And years later, when I went into doing the hypnotherapy for the group, and we went back to those times, that's when I realized that, oh my gosh, that poor little guy, that poor little child part of myself that was five, six years old, was continually reliving that. And that some of the odd ways that I felt in dealing with friends and family and even girlfriends. And I didn't realize at the time, but later I'd realize even maybe like they were very close. I didn't think of it at the time as boyfriends, but now I realize that there was at least one boy in my childhood that was very close to me and wanted to be very close with me. And I just wouldn't let it happen because of what had happened to me when I was younger. And when I worked with the hypnotherapy group and I, went back in time was the first time that I realized, oh my gosh, this poor little guy was stuck back there all this time. And I've shared on the show before that later in my life, when I realized that from my sexuality, from my way of being, that I was bisexual, I would end up thinking for a long time until I got into therapy for myself, 
that maybe it was because of what happened to me. I've discovered both with myself and with clients over the years, that's not the way it works. <laughs> and years later, when I was working in, in my 20s with my therapist, and I was beginning a few years later to work on my, put in my hours to be a therapist and counselor myself, my therapist knew that one of my issues was really wasn't an issue, but I always wondered, would I have been this way if that hadn't happened when I was a kid? And one of the things that that therapist did for me is brought me in and had me co-facilitate a group of male, adult male survivors of sexual abuse. And he would have me co-facilitate that group with him. And on the very first night that we did it, he started opposite me and had everyone go around. And it was about 40, there was a little over 40 guys there. And had everybody go around and very quickly kind of, you know, what you've been through in some simple terms, and then currently what your sexuality was and what your ability to be a good partner in your relationship was. And as it went around the room, I discovered that although many of those people had suffered abuse in some way worse than me, it didn't change who they were. In some cases, it made them even more fearful in ways that they shouldn't be about other people in their lives. But it didn't change their sexuality. It didn't change who they were. And that was part of my growth and part of my knowing that I was who I was in spite of what happened, not because of it. And that became something that became truer and truer and more and more understood to me in my own path. And as I worked with others, many, many others, throughout these years. And I realized how beautiful it was, oh, hit the microphone there, I realized how beautiful it was to rescue that child and to bring that child forward. And I said six and 11. When I was 11, through a series of events that happened, my mom having a car accident and, and different things happening, I ended up first temporarily and then for a while uh, throughout my teen years adopted from 11, throughout my, most of my teen years adopted by some parents and so that was the other inner child for me that when I went through that adoption process and, and, and not being able to be with my mom and different things, that, that became, became another fractured piece. And when I did the inner child work and I brought this child forward, one of the things that, that I worked through with that inner child is that back then I was being abused by this older teenage boy now in my life, when I was in my late 20s, early 30s and doing this work, I was in a relationship, a beautiful, loving, compassionate relationship with the man. And that was part of what I integrated the inner child into knowing is that, you know, back then this happened in a bad way. Now this is different. We've grown up. We've, we've done some healing. And now we're in a beautiful and, and compassionate, loving relationship. And it's okay. And for me, that inner child has been a part of my life. I love playing games, like board games, things like that. Uh, outside games, like playing the, uh, of course, I'm struggling to think about it the minute where you throw the beanbag at cornhole. <laughs> playing cornhole, we have a variation that we play a thing called skipping hole in the pool. Um, but we play some board games, we get together. I've always taught kids when I had my own child and all the nieces and nephews would come around me. I was always 
always doing these game nights and playing games. And then we still have game days that we play together. I'm getting ready to go see my daughter and grandchildren next week. They're still a little bit young to start playing, but I know my daughter and her husband will play some games. And, and part of that playing the board games and playing the, having the games and fun times together has definitely been me bringing that healthy, rescued, whole, childlike part of myself into all of my life, healed. Still knowing what happened to us way back when, but being healed. And coming full circle, I've talked about that on the show before, coming full circle and realizing and forgiving. Like I've never, I've never seen that person again. After my kindergarten year, we moved, and I never saw that kid again in my life. Don't know whatever happened to him. I've often had prayers and meditations for him that whatever happened to him that caused him to act the ways that he did towards me, that he's had some healing. And I mean that. And I'm not going to go get all into it tonight. We'll, get, we'll talk a little bit more next week about some things, but I had some things that continued to happen to me in first grade and second grade with different people. <laughs> because once they know you've been abused, perpetrators know it and they can continue it. But even with each of those, with each of the people in my life that then I could look back and saw caused me harm, I don't wish them harm. I wish them love and healing, and I hope and pray that they were able to find that healing and that they didn't hurt anybody else. And it was having that moment of forgiveness and that moment of compassion even for those that did the abuse and the hurts to me, could not have happened if I hadn't healed myself first. And by healing myself and realizing and being the therapist and the counselor and the spiritual person that I've been, that I understood that those individuals, especially the younger ones, they really didn't know what they were doing. And likely they had been abused as well. So I harbor no ill feelings toward them whatsoever. I only love and compassion as I do for my own inner child. And I hope that most of you listening didn't go through the types of things that I went through in those ways. And if you did, I strongly encourage you to seek out professional, mental, physical, spiritual health to heal that. Don't use what we're going to do tonight as, well, that's magically going to heal you. And if you do choose to participate in what we're doing tonight, do it in a way of just bringing love and compassion and awareness to your inner child. Because we're not doing this one-on-one, I cannot provide you what I would provide you in a one-on-one session. So if you decide that you still want to kind of at least bring awareness and love and compassion to your inner child tonight, please, like I said, have someone there with you. Pause this when we get ready to go into the meditation, which we're about to do here in a minute or two. Pause it and do that when someone else is around you or choose to only do it in kind of the, 
I wouldn't say generic, but that's in a way, generic way of coming and just welcoming your inner child and welcoming love and compassion to your inner child. If you have some real serious, serious abuse, please think about whether this is appropriate for you in this moment. If you feel that it is and you still want to just love on that part of yourself, that you can do. But please have someone there with you because it's going to be emotional. And if you otherwise, you've already done the healing in your life, or maybe you've already done some childhood work, or you you don't really anticipate or are aware of any sort of that type of deep abuse or trauma that took place in your life, then welcoming and connecting with your inner child can be a beautiful experience. And again, it brings the play and the love and the laughter and the fun and the childlike heart and mind more present in your awareness and your consciousness. And it's beautiful and it's amazing. Like others, and you'll hear some of that next Wednesday too, from our special guest and other people that are coming. And this is interesting to say, but it's true. I am all of who I am for all the experiences that have happened in my life. We all are. So being healed and whole and now a teacher and a facilitator and a guided meditation presenter and a therapist, a hypnotherapist, I wouldn't change anything in my life. It made me who I am. And I like who I am. And even some of the rougher things that happened to me, I now realize not that I wanted those things to happen, but those things that happened led me on a journey that's taken me to this moment. And when I've worked and talked with so many other people that have suffered abuse or suffered some trauma or went through some really rough times in their life, they will later say those tougher times, those times of trauma, those times of hurts, helped me to become all of who I am. And for that reason, I wouldn't go backwards in time and change it. I would go backwards in time and heal it. Profound statement, but I've seen it as a truth in just about everyone that I've worked with. And many who went through far, far worse than I went through. And they still feel that it, they're healing, they're overcoming that struggle, they're overcoming that trauma, they're overcoming that hurts. It's such a powerful part of who they are that they wouldn't change it. They would definitely heal it. So tonight, my friends, let's go on an exploration together. Let's go on a journey together to connect with that childlike part of yourself. To begin to bring that part of yourself forward into your life, to welcome it into your life. A lot of times we get to a point where we like, we'll put away the childish thing, childhood things, right? We put away the childish thing, be an adult, 
No, be an adult who's got a child in your heart. Be an adult with your healed child and your loving childlike part being so much of what brings fun and inspiration and rest and relaxation and inspiration and that childlike way of looking at the world again, that innocent way of looking at the world and experiencing the world is beautiful and amazing and so impactful. And so let's go, let's bring our inner children into our life. Let's bring awareness to that inner child part of self tonight in a beautiful and relaxed way. And as we've often been doing, once we start the meditation, the experience tonight, we're going to let the music play us out. I'm going to allow this experience to go deep and be a connection for you and a connection for you connecting with your inner child and your beautiful part of self and bringing that part of fun and relaxation into your life and into your awareness. So we'll let the music, we'll start the meditation and we will let the music play us out. And I'm going to start the music and just allow a few moments of the music. I want to relax. I know we've talked about some heavy stuff tonight in some ways and, and that's okay. It's sharing and being all of who you are, which I, if you're a listener of the show, if this is your first show listening, you're going to learn Charles is real. Charles shares from his heart and he shares from his experience and he shares it because I know being all of who I am empowers each of you to be all of who you are too. You have some stories, you have some experiences, you have some hurts. And if you haven't healed, heal them. Reach out for that healing, my friends. It changes everything in such beautiful ways. And I feel so fortunate that I was able to have the healing I've had and then go on to bring that healing to everybody who sought it, everybody who needs it. And I'm whole and I'm beautiful and I'm loving the experience of being all of who I am. And I want you to love the experience of being all of who you are. So let's let the music kind of get us in a relaxed and peaceful place. Just gonna let the music play for a moment. And then I'm going to come on and we're going to go into a beautiful connection with your child. With that beautiful part of yourself. And maybe it has suffered some hurt or some bumps or some bruises along the way. Maybe you've gone through some pretty rough stuff, but you've done some healing. And maybe you've even done some inner child work before. You just want to revisit it. And believe me, when you've done inner child work, you do want to revisit it. Because it's beautiful and it's wonderful and it's amazing. Let's let the music play us in. Play us into our meditation.
and just allowing yourself to relax in a comfortable, beautiful, relaxed space. Nothing to think about, nothing to do. Tonight, you're going to allow yourself to go on a journey of self-discovery and self-awareness and of welcoming one of the most beautiful and impactful parts of yourself to be present and with you in bringing love and joy and peace into your lives. And for just a moment, allow yourself to get relaxed and just let go of any thoughts, any stress or anxiety. And for a few moments, you're just going to relax and be peaceful. You're going to allow yourself to go in a deep and beautiful, relaxed place. To go on a journey of self-discovery and self-awareness. Let go of any stress or anxiety. Any discomfort. Just allow yourself for a few moments to just be in a peaceful, relaxed place. Allow yourself to go deeper and deeper to the very center, the very core of your consciousness to feel this beautiful relaxing energy, this amazing relaxing light that flows deep into your mind, deep into your consciousness. Allow yourself to see, to sense, to feel this relaxing energy as it flows deep into your consciousness deep into your awareness and just allowing yourself for a few moments just to let go and relax to be peaceful and relax allow yourself to sense to feel the relaxation moving deeper into every muscle and every cell and every system of your body and allow yourself just to see and sense and feel that relaxing energy as it flows more and more into your mind, more and more into your consciousness, more and more into your body. And as you move to become more comfortable and more relaxed and more peaceful, allowing yourself to become more relaxed, to become more connected, becomes easier and easier just to relax and listen to this beautiful music, listening to the sound of my voice, maybe even hearing the sounds around you and just allowing yourself to be relaxed and comfortable. Let go of any of the stress or anxiety, any of the thoughts or ideas, any of the discomfort or stress. For a few moments, just allowing yourself to relax and just be peaceful and relaxed, easily becoming more and more relaxed, more and more peaceful, more and more in the very center, the very core of your consciousness, the very core of your awareness. Just allowing this beautiful, soothing, relaxing energy to flow deep into your mind deep into your consciousness, deep into your awareness. Nothing to think about, nothing to do, just easily relaxing. 
easily letting go, easily going into a place of peace and comfort, and allowing yourself to sense and feel this beautiful, relaxing energy, this beautiful, relaxing light as it flows deep into every part of your mind and body and consciousness, as it allows you to be more and more connected, more and more relaxed. The more you relax, the easier it is to relax. As you move to become more comfortable, you allow yourself to go even deeper in the connection to this light, in the connection to this beautiful energy. You allow yourself to sense and feel and connect in a deep way with this beautiful energy, this peaceful, relaxing light. Nothing to think about, nothing to do, just relaxing, just being peaceful. Allow yourself for a few moments to see, to sense, to feel the vibration of this energy, this light that's bringing a gentle healing into every part of your mind and body and spirit. Nothing to think about, nothing to do. This is your time to relax. This is your time to just allow yourself to connect with all of who you are. To allow yourself the experience of connecting deeper and deeper with the very center, the very core of your consciousness. Just allowing yourself a moment or two of comfort and relaxation and peace. Allowing the flow of this beautiful energy as it flows down into your hands, down into your arms, down into your knees, all the way down into your ankles and into your feet. Relaxing every muscle, every toe, every finger, every system in your body. And if you're feeling any discomfort, if you're feeling any stress or strain in the body, just allowing this soothing, relaxing energy to move gently and easily into the muscles, the cells, the systems, and just bring a soothing, beautiful relaxation. Allowing yourself peace. Allowing yourself beautiful, relaxing, peaceful energy. Maybe allowing yourself to experience this energy, to experience this relaxation, to experience this peace in ways that you would never imagine. Just allowing yourself to let go and be in this relaxation. Be in this beautiful place of peace. Nothing to think about, nothing to do, just relaxing, just being peaceful. Just allowing yourself to go deeper and deeper, easier and easier into the most relaxed and beautiful place. For a few moments, allowing yourself to experience this light. Experience this flow of energy from the universe, this flow of energy from your soul, from the very core, the very center of your consciousness. 
and just allowing it to bring you relaxation and peace and comfort. And allow yourself to see, to sense, to feel this relaxing energy. It becomes stronger and more powerful in its relaxation. And allow yourself just to sense and feel this relaxing energy, this relaxing light flowing through your mind and body and bringing you to a peaceful and relaxing place. Nothing to think about, nothing to do, just relaxing. Just being very peaceful, very relaxed. Very peaceful and very relaxed. Just taking this moment to focus on relaxation. To focus on this beautiful, peaceful light that's bringing you such soothing peace. Soothing relaxation. Allowing you to go deeper and deeper more and more to the very center, the very core of your consciousness. Just relaxing and allowing. Relaxing and allowing. Relaxing and allowing. Allow yourself to let go of any of the stress, the anxieties, any of the struggles of the moment. And just connect with the very center, the very core of your consciousness, the very center of who you are, the very center of your awareness, relaxed and peaceful, allowing for this moment any memories or ideas or to-do list just to drift from your consciousness, to drift from your awareness. Just allow you to focus more and more on the very center, the very core of this beautiful life, this beautiful energy, allowing you to let go of any fears or judgments, any stress or anxiety, any discomfort or strain. And just be peacefully, peacefully relaxed. It's in the flow of this soothing, easy relaxation. Nothing to think about, nothing to do, just easily relaxing. Allow yourself to feel and sense this relaxing energy, this beautiful, peaceful light, to flow deeper and deeper to every muscle, to every cell, to every part of your mind and body allowing you to be more peaceful and relaxed and focused. Nothing to think about, nothing to do, just easily relaxing. Allowing yourself this moment to relax and be peaceful. Allowing this moment for you to be just peacefully and easily in the flow of this energy, in the flow of this soothing relaxation. And allowing you to go deeper and deeper, more and more into every part of your consciousness and into every part of your awareness. Just allow you to go deeper and deeper, more and more into the very center, the very core of your consciousness, 
just allowing yourself this experience of going to the very center, the very core of your consciousness, the very center of this beautiful light, this peaceful energy, allowing it to flow into every moment, and every thought, and every part of your consciousness, allowing you to be more peaceful and relaxed. Easily in the flow of this relaxing, peaceful energy. Allowing you to let go of everything else. And just be peaceful and relaxed. Enjoying the stillness. Enjoying the beautiful, peaceful vibration. Just allowing yourself for a few moments to be in the very center very core of your consciousness, the very core of your awareness, the very center of your soul. Nothing to think about, nothing to do, just relaxing, allowing this peaceful, beautiful energy to bring you to the very center of your consciousness, the very center of your awareness. And in this moment, just allowing yourself to drift back. Back into your awareness. Back into your experience. To allow yourself to drift back as far as you can allow yourself to go. Just sensing and feeling that you're in the center of your memories, of your experiences of every moment that has happened into your life up into this moment. And just enjoy the awareness and the experience of feeling and sensing and connecting with all of the beautiful moments of your life. To allow yourself to sense and feel that you're drifting back just a few years back few years back from where you are in this moment. Just for a moment, allowing yourself a memory from just a few years ago. And allowing that memory just to come into your awareness and just, just let it go. Allow yourself to drift into that memory from just a few years ago. And then just drifting more further back. Allowing yourself to drift back now, just maybe, maybe like five years ago, five or six or seven, doesn't matter. Allow yourself to begin to drift back through your awareness, back through your experiences, back through your memory. And allow yourself to think of something beautiful and awesome and loving that may have been just few years ago, several years ago. Allow yourself to easily feel the flow of this energy as it connects in this beautiful way into all of the memories and experiences. And allow yourself to drift back a little bit further. To go back in time, back 
going back maybe 10 years ago or 15 years ago. And just allowing yourself to drift with this beautiful energy. Allow your soul, allow your consciousness to do all the work for you. And you're just relaxing. You're like swimming in this life. You're like swimming in these memories and experiences. And you're allowing yourself to go back deeper and deeper. And allow yourself to drift back and remember and have little memories or thoughts that drift through and just let them drift. Just let them drift by these memories or thoughts or experiences that may go back now to many years ago. Maybe something you haven't thought about in a long time, something that was a loving and beautiful time, or maybe a time of healing, time of connection with another person. Just allow yourself in this moment to go deeper and deeper, more and more, easily floating, easily going deep into every memory and every thought and every experience, and allow yourself to drift back. Maybe back into your high school years. You think about some memories of high school, some memories of being with friends or family, your first boyfriend or girlfriend, one of your best friends. Maybe some moments of struggle or maybe some moments of amazing and awesome love. And just allowing yourself to sense and feel the wonder of being in this flow of consciousness, this flow of energy, this flow of every experience. Allow yourself to drift a little further back. And maybe for the first time in years, connect or feel a memory. And back into your middle school or grade school years. It's there. It's all there. Every memory, every thought, every experience is all there. And now you're in the flow of this energy. Maybe think of a wonderful holiday or birthday. Think of a family celebration or gathering. And allow yourself to sense and feel and connect. Maybe for the first time in years with the very center, the very core of your childhood. Just relaxing, allowing, allowing the flow, allowing the experience, and allow you in this moment to connect with the inner child, the inner child that wants to connect with you in this moment. And allow yourself to sense and feel and connect with that child part of yourself. Allow yourself to connect with the way he or she or they connect with you. And allow yourself to sense and feel and in this moment let go of everything else and just connect with this child who's presenting themselves to you. Connect with this beautiful part of yourself, this part of yourself you may not have thought of consciously in many years. This beautiful child, this beautiful you, 
this amazing part of yourself that experienced all of your childhood years. And that is coming into your consciousness and awareness now in the flow of this moment. Just relaxing and allowing. Allowing yourself to sense and feel that beautiful, awesome child in front of you. Maybe you did have some struggles or some hurts or some abuse. But you also had some moments of love, some moments of compassion, some moments of childlike excitement. The things that you found most fun the friends or activities that you so looked forward to as a child. Types of food or candy or special treats that you would look for that you would save up your pennies and nickels and dimes for. The moments as a child that you couldn't sleep because of how excited you were for what was going to happen the next day. And allow yourself just to let go and experience being that child again. Being with that child. Being connected to that child. And allow yourself to feel and express and share the love that you feel for that beautiful child inside you. That beautiful child that was part of your experience, your journey, that was part of you being all of who you are today. And for a few moments, just allowing yourself to be with that child. To feel your arms and your heart and your energy just wrapping that child and bringing them close and giving them the biggest hug and the biggest kiss and saying, oh my gosh, I love you. You're a beautiful, amazing, awesome child. I'm so glad that we're the same. I'm so glad that you were the one who brought me to where I am in this moment. I'm so glad for the experiences and love and the healing that we can be together with in this moment. Allow yourself for a few moments just to surround that child with love. To take all of this beautiful energy and this beautiful light and just love on that child. Love on that part of yourself. The part of yourself that went through the struggles and the hurts and went through the excitements. The part of that child that learned and experienced and grew. For a few moments, just allowing yourself to take that child to one of your 
beautiful childhood memories. To take that beautiful child that you're seeing and sensing and feeling present with you now and allow that child, allow that child to guide you back to one of the most beautiful, amazing, powerful memories of your childhood of love and of compassion and of healing. Just take a few moments and be together. Loving that child. And if you're sensing or feeling or memories of some hurts are coming up, allow you to rescue that child. To bring that child into one of the most beautiful memories of your life and rescue that child in that moment. And bring yourself and bring yourself closer to connecting and hearing and experiencing that beautiful child. Have a homecoming. Consciousness to consciousness. Awareness to awareness. Think of a beautiful time, a beautiful connection, maybe a time out in nature. Maybe taking that child for a minute and you're going to take that child and you're going to go out and you're going to be in the beautiful meadow, a beautiful farm with all of these wonderful animals and all these beautiful things around you and you're going to just be in this beautiful experience. This beautiful place of love, this beautiful place of connection with this most beautiful part of yourself. You're going to remember being out on the lake or out in a meadow or in a giant field playing with your friends. A moment of peace and connection and love. All the love that you can give to that child in this moment. Allow that child to share with you this beautiful experience, this beautiful connection, this beautiful love. Share some laughter, some joy, the beautiful connection and love that you have for this child and this child has for you.
and allow you to think just for a few moments, to be aware and connected for a few moments to this beautiful child, this beautiful image. And to wrap yourself as you, you the human, you the grown person now, and allow yourself just to wrap around that child. Love that child. And in the moment that you connect in your arm in arm, hand in hand, when you're hugged, maybe you're maybe you're holding hands and walking along, maybe you're just got a giant hug and you're holding them. And allow yourself to welcome that child. Welcome that part of yourself into your life, into your moments now. Take that child on a journey from all those years ago into where you are in your life in this moment. To the partners and friends. To the way you've grown and healed. Allow yourself to think and to share how you can show and express to that child. Maybe you have children of your own now. That you can share with that child. and Say, look at what, we have our own little babies now and our babies have babies. Welcome that part of yourself that has so many beautiful memories and thoughts and sometimes struggles and hurts, but now you're bringing it into this time. You're bringing it into your heart. You're bringing it into your wholeness. And you're saying, you know what? We're whole. We made it through a bunch of things, my little friend. We've done some beautiful and amazing and loving things in our lives. And I want to hold you and be with you and be a part of everything that you are. I want to share with you everything... Remember your dreams and ideas? Remember our funny little thoughts? Remember the times that we would giggle? (laughs) It felt so good to giggle. And I want to spend as long as I can holding you and remembering you and loving you and welcoming you to be part of all of who we are. We're a pretty special little kid. We're pretty special, little one. We've we've come a long way, and we're doing a lot of things in our lives now. And I want your childlike wonder in your beautiful heart, in your compassion and innocence, to be a part of all of who we are. You always have been. I'm going to be more aware of you, and you're going to be more aware of me, and I'm going to be loving on you every moment that I can. And I want to allow us to learn more and more about each other, to heal each other, inspire each other. You little one and you and I, you and I are pretty special people. We're a pretty special special person. And we have so much love and talent and inspiration to give to everyone in our lives. I want you to always be with me, to always be present, to make me giggle at times when I need to giggle, 
to bring me that inspiration in moments when I need that inspiration. Just allow myself to be truly all of who I am. All of who I am with you. With you, my beautiful little one. We are going to do magical and awesome and beautiful things together. And I love you. I love you so much. Let's drift into a beautiful, deep, peaceful relaxation together. You're always with me now. And I'm always with you. I love you. I love you. I love you.